Welcome to the Voices of Non, where expertise, knowledge, and experience are sought from the world's leading thinkers and performers in professional services, and all anonymously. Their purpose is to openly share with no ulterior motive. And today's topic is focused around happiness. And we're naming yourself or your business. Why should the audience listen to you, Mr. Anonymous Speaker? The first thing that comes to mind is actually nobody has to listen to me. Um, I, I have no more wisdom from, from certain respects maybe than, than, than most other people, certainly from an intellectual point of view. Um, I've been in business for 35 years old, um, built two businesses, certainly significantly helped to build two businesses, um, led the stressful, money-driven, goal-driven life that, that many people do. Um, without ever achieving lasting happiness or fulfillment. Um, some seven years ago, I, I was introduced to uh, a guy who taught emotional intelligence. And literally from the moment that I met him, my life has been very different on, on many, many levels. Um, far more rewarding, far more fulfilling and a, and a lot more, more joy and happiness. Um, so, so why is today's topic so important to you? What, what, what you know, in, to you in, in your personal life and business life? So, the, the topic of happiness. What, what, what's made you kind of want to come on this podcast and, and talk about it? Okay. Um, on the course a couple of years ago, and, and, and the, the the guy who was uh, taking it um, posed the question: there, There's so much suffering in the world. There's so much anger. So much hatred so many problems. How can you be happy in the midst of all of that? And the answer is that your unhappiness is not going to make the world a better place. But your happiness, your joy, actually does make the world a better place because the people around you are directly affected by that. Um, there's a, a lady called uh, Byron Katie, um, who, who's one of the... Uh, well-known in, in, in certain circles. Um, and one of the questions to ask is, when, when, you, when you are unhappy, if you have an, un an unhappy thought, a judgmental thought, um, how do you treat people? How do you treat yourself? How do you treat others when you're in that state? And then what would happen if that thought never occurred to you? So if you were in a better place, if you were happy, how do you treat yourself? How do you treat other people? Uh, and the obvious is, you know, the, the answer is, is pretty damned obvious. When you are in a place of fear or anger or wanting, then how you treat yourself and how you treat other people. Um, it, it can be pretty damned unpleasant. Whereas when your heart is open, when you are full of joy and happiness, the, the, the complete opposite is true. Um, we are driven, without wishing to get into too much detail at the moment, but we are driven primarily by, by fear of survival. Um, th that is the most basic human instinct, to, is the in instinct to survive. And what arises from that is fear. 
um, and it manifests itself in so many different ways. So if somebody is a different race, creed, colour, religion, sexual orientation, if they're different from you, then they present a threat at a subconscious level. And you look around the world and you see the result of that. So it's bringing this, these issues to, to awareness and then giving people a different way of looking at things and, and, and tools that can be used to start viewing the world in a different way, start viewing the world despite everything that's going on that we are capable of happy, genuine and truly felt happiness, joy, contentment and fulfilment. So your key message is in order to find true lasting happiness and fulfilment, do not look to the outside, but go within. So whilst we're coming to your name and, you, and you know, your business, I mean, you're a lawyer, you've been a lawyer for many, many years. And so for these words to come out of a lawyer's mouth, they are profound. And for you to be talking about happiness in the law sector, again, profound. So tell me how, I mean, you've obviously gone through a journey yourself and you know, to, to, to not look outside, but go within, how have you managed to do that? Okay, the, the first thing I always say is, as a lawyer, I, I make my living out of other people's greed and misery. Um, and the, the, there's an awful lot of greed and misery around, so it's no wonder that we've been quite successful. Um, the way that most people live their lives, and I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of, of generalising, but I'll, it, it's all about I'll be happy when. So if somebody's not in a relationship, I'll be happy when I'm in a relationship. Of course, yeah. they then get into a relationship, they get married, and then it'll be I'm happy when I'm divorced. <laughs> or I'll be happy when I have a million pounds. Or all of these things that we tell ourselves are going to make us happy. All this goal-driven stuff. And there was a thing, that, um, another, another teacher, a guy called Alan Watts, who's dead now, and he, the point he made was that the point of a piece of music is not to get to the end as quickly as possible. The point is to savour every moment. And there's nothing wrong with setting goals. There's nothing wrong with wanting to achieve things. There's no judgment around any of that. But experientially, I know throughout my life, you know, it, if I go back, it, you know, getting my O-levels and then getting MIA levels, and then when I get my degree, I'll be happy, and then when I get a job as a solicitor, I'll be happy, and then when I make partner, I'll be happy. And you get to all of these things, and there is joy in that achievement, and if it lasts a day, you're doing pretty well. And then, it, oh, my God, I'm a partner. What the hell am I going to do now? Yeah. So looking for joy and happiness on the outside it, it's not that it's not possible but even if you achieve what you want that happiness is only ever going to be fleeting so the question then becomes where is lasting happiness and joy to be found life is going to do what it's going to do yeah i agree yep. to all of us I, I i know nobody who has the life that they wanted or expected nobody yeah. and if we actually had any measure of control whatsoever we would do that is necessary so that we have the life that we want but that's not how it works so life is going to keep throwing um 
it's issues at us and some of them can be relatively trivial and some of them like the death of a, a loved one can, can, can be incredibly profound that's the nature of life so the question then still is okay taking all of that where does one find happiness and the answer is that true happiness is it possible to find true and lasting happiness within no matter what the external circumstances and, and my own personal experience is i'm pleased to say is a resounding yes uh, I am in, you know, we're giving anything away. Uh, I, I'm, I'm divorced. I live by myself with my dog. Um, I can find myself in many Saturday nights, whether or not there is a lockdown. My life is nothing like what, what I imagined or, or from one point of view actually wanted. And yet, for the vast majority of the time, I am incredibly happy um, and extremely content and fulfilled. So when clients are demanding, when team aren't performing, when, you know, the, um, the trials of running a business, do you stay happy within yourself then? Um, I get caught up. Okay. I get I get I get angry. I, I get fearful. But as I say, there are, there are then these techniques to and a different way of viewing things. So as soon as I notice what's happening, and in many many ways that 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 really is that one of the fundamentals is is to start noticing what's going on in your head. I stop. Okay, what's going on? Why is this going on? Yeah. So you, you stop and you observe. What's going on here? Why, why am I reacting like this? And then the next point, which is, again is, is, is one of the absolute fundamentals, is I then accept yeah. whatever is going on, including the way that I have responded. I'm not going to judge myself for getting angry or, or, or upset. It is simply a question of being in complete acceptance with whatever's going on and then letting it go to okay fine i have no control this is what life is doing bring myself back to instead of wanting things to be different from how they are turn my focus to what i have and you don't need to spend very long focusing on what you have before you realize we have so so much and it's incredible you know so we're, we, we are people overlook the obvious this this is not some far-flung spiritual or hippie dream this is about what's right in front of you right here right now and what's right in front of you right here right now is you are alive not only you're alive but you are aware of the fact that you are alive yeah and life is an inexplicable miracle that we will never be able to fathom because the, the intelligence that created this is so much greater than our own intelligence could ever be but when you look at life through those eyes when you see things just for how they are in this moment life changes and then it doesn't matter what's going on 
You stop taking life personally. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but it's it's you know it's about the present moment stuff, isn't it? So you know people look in the past, look in the future, and then they kind of worry about the past and the future. And you know, as you said, then you stop, you observe, you accept what's happened, and you release on it. And then you know you have a intentions to do it better next time or whatever it is. So suddenly, all that all that you've done, you know, you go with internally and you're living in the present moment and suddenly you become happier or, you know, happiness comes through. Yeah, absolutely. 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 You know, as I said, the thing that we, I, was, I often say that there's no crime in dying. I actually think we, we really have the wrong attitude to death because it's going to happen to all of us. Um, there's no crime in dying. The real crime is that most people never really live. And what I mean by that is it really exactly what you said, that people's minds are on the past and this person shouldn't have done that and that shouldn't have happened and I was terrible. And if it's not on that, then it's worrying about what's going to happen in the future because the cleverest man in the world can't tell you what's going to happen in the future. The only reality is in this moment. But there's more to it. There's, sorry, um, the, the, there's more to it than simply being in the moment. Although that you know that is a beautiful experience of itself. So, you have managers, employees. How have you taken this happiness, you know, and fulfilment into your team? How have you how have you helped them? As you know, obviously one of the owners of the business. How, how, you know, they've obviously seen a change in you. So what have you done to help your team to get to kind of be more happier? Um, the, the, you know, they, they talk about being the change. Not doing anything. It's about how I am. It's about how I turn up. Yeah. It's about my kindness and compassion and understanding it's about being there for people if they need you. To, to that, and, and that's, you know, to a large extent, that's probably the most that any of us can do is be the best person that we can be. Um, above and beyond that, how people react and respond is their business. There's nothing I can do about that. I can simply be the that person who is happy who doesn't you know doesn't get upset if somebody makes a mistake or things are going wrong because it's all just stuff that's happening so from my own perspective and I have had you know feedback from, from people who, who notice the change it's simply how I am that is as much as is within my capability to do but I know that you know, but but it but it does have a powerful effect on people. We have a very happy team, um, and and you know, people comment on what a nice place it is to work. Now that's not just down to me. We happen to be blessed to have a lot of nice people working there. Um, you, I've seen the well emails, but they're not really emails. They are a uh, a view on life and life being, you know, nature and so forth. So during lockdown, I've seen some of the emails that you've sent and they've been very uplifting, um, very different. And I'm sure your team have appreciated those. So what's been the feedback on those kind of things that you, the message you've sent out? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would, you know, comment about you know, the daffodils are coming up, the bluebells are here. Um, again, a lot, you know, got a lot of nice emails in, in reply, which was touching from my point of view. I was just trying to communicate to them how I see things. Um, and it's, you know, we, we tend to view it as being us and nature, that we are walking through nature. It's not, we're, we're part of nature. You know, look at any, and we're curious, and and so you know, it, it's no wonder that all the nature programs are, are are so popular, and they are good for your blood pressure, and you see all of this amazing stuff that's going on, and yet people walk through without noticing it, and and you know, I, I genuinely, I, I would challenge anybody to come up with anything as beautiful as or as magnificent as a single orchid. Yeah. If you really, really take the time to look, and you can do that with anything. I, when I was out with my dog before, and I'm, I'm taking, you know, just stopping and taking photographs of the, of the honeysuckle and the wild uh, and the wild roses, and this stuff's around us all at the time. So you're sharing this stuff with your team, and all you're getting is obviously positive feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what long, you know, what long-lasting effect, but it. If, if in that moment that they read my email, they start to be able to see things from a slightly different way. If next time they're out for a walk, they notice a daffodil or they notice a rose and take a moment to notice it, then it's these tiny, tiny, tiny ways in which people's lives change that over a period of time can make a huge difference. And you're making a you're making a small difference by then tending to look at the small things. It's actually making a big difference because we're appreciating appreciating life and being a lot happier. You know, and mm -hmm. someone once said to me, you know, look up rather than look down when you're walking. You mm -hmm. know, when you when you walk when you look down, you're in your head. When you're looking up, you know, the, the beauty around you is something phenomenal. Yeah. So. Do I mean, if I, sorry, if I just if I just on, on that topic, because as I said, take out, I, I go out with my, my, my dog, who is very fond of stopping every five minutes for a wee. <laughs> and with my personality that I, I used to be, I didn't mind the first two or three times. And after that, it was, come on, come on, come on. And I realised that I was resisting life in, in, in a way, in, in terms of the fact that she wanted to stop and I didn't and, and so rather than resisting that I said okay let, let's go with it so every time she stops now I stop and I can become mesmerized by a leaf I can become overwhelmed by the bark of a tree I can look up and you know it's say for, for, for me I'm the least religious person but you stand in the middle of a forest and look up and that is my cathedral and so not only is the walk more pleasant for my dog because she's not getting pulled along every five minutes, I'm not getting stressed about the fact that she stopped and I want to be somewhere else. I'm taking that opportunity to stop and taking everything around me. The sights, the smells, the, the, the bird song, the, 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 it's anyhow. <laughs> it's not bad. So... So people listen to this podcast and obviously the business owners and even the managers and whatever. Um, in order to bring happiness into the workplace, what, what would be your one final thing that you would say to these people? Work on yourself. 
It's, it's, it's about being the change. It's as simple as that. That is, if, if you, again, it's another the sayings is if you change the inside, the outside cannot help but change in response because your energy, your kindness, your compassion is felt by people. So it's really simple. Work on yourself and everything else changes. And obviously that's immediate. There's no reason to put that off. You can just, you know, you can just do it straight away. Yeah. So just stop. Just stop and observe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Honor Speaker, that's wonderful. And for somebody in your sector, as I kept saying, you know, I've known you for a number of years and you've definitely changed and, you know, you've done really, really well. So well done and thank you very much. Mm-hmm.